You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Well, last time we were in Aliens, it was a double act. And here we are in Aliens with another double act. With us, we're a double act too. So We are, uh, yes. Yes. So it's all symmetry, isn't it? It is, rather. Yes. So, yeah, Deertrick and Crow today, then. Yes, yeah. The wonderfully named Tip Tipping. <laughs> tip Tipping. He did tip off things a lot. He didn't did, he? yes, a lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise I was sort of doing a little bit of research today, and um, I didn't realise his real name it was Tim. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, that's why. Yeah. All the Colonial Marines, apart yeah. from Hicks, their first name is the first name of the actor who yeah. portrays them. And yeah, Tim Crow. Which he we- Crow. Yeah. Weirdly, it. That was pure coincidence, wasn't it? It wasn't planned or anything. No, I mean, Tip Tipping, his his yeah. real name is it's Timothy. Tim. But yeah. trouble is, where, like, I imagine you're very much like me. If someone mentions Tim, who do you think of? It's going to be one of two things, isn't it? Tim, nice but dim. Oh, right. Oh, one of three. I think Tim Taylor. Or Tim Taylor, Taylor yeah. yes. <laughs> or Tim the computer from Tomorrow People. That's oh, one, I'd that's one about for the Tim. old people, yeah. Yeah, no, I, but Tim, I was thinking yeah. of Tim, nice but dim. Yeah, you don't think of a big butch colonial marine being called Tim or Timmy. Timmy, yeah. Wasn't that Ro- Ronnie Corbett? He was a Timmy oh, t- yeah, in, in what that, was that one where Sorry. he lived with his mum yeah. and dad. Sorry, yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Timothy, language yeah. Timothy. Yeah. Timothy is not a rock hard colonial marine name. No, is I, it? I can see why, uh, why, if you're going into the stuntman business, why you would change it to Tip. Yes, or and the SAS. Uh, yeah. He was in the SAS. Oh, was well. he in the SAS? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, um, you're Tim. Mm. <laughs> no. And, no. But even weird, more weirdly, um, Dietrich is Cynthia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A colonial marine called Cynthia. Cynthia. Can you imagine? It's like I've sent for some colonial marines. They'll come and rescue you. Who are you sending? Cynthia and Tim. <laughs> no, you've you've called my aunt and uncle. No. <laughs> yeah. That's they're they're not. They're not traditional soldiers' names, are they, really? Not rock hard at all. No, no. no. Okay, <clears throat> um, a double act, because, and especially the case with Crow, he's not in it much, is he? No, so, he's uh, not, no. I've paired him up with Deertrick, okay. So, all right, on the Salako we go then, and uh, they're waking up, and um, yep. when we have Drake say, they're not paying me enough for this shit, we have Deertrick's first line, because she's... Next to him, uh, not enough to wake up to your face, Drake. Yeah, she goes. She's a bit, bit sarky, isn't she? She's a bit sarky. Well, you know, I wake up and I'm in a bad mood, and so. But um, I'm, I'm presuming when you wake up, your missus doesn't immediately insult your looks. Well, I don't. She might. No, but I do to her. Yeah. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, out she gets. She's got her yep. olive drab vest and shorts on. Yep. And um, and we have a continuity error that I've never um, spotted oh, I, before. I didn't notice one. Go on. Yeah, she. Um, no, no, not she. He, Crow. When, when yep. we, we see Crow in the distance, there's a continuity error in that he walks past a pwn twice. Oh, right. All right. When a pwn has the uh, look into my yeah. eye line, you see him walk behind a pwn, and then we have a cut, and he walks past again. Oh, I love it when you see that in films. Yeah, never spotted that happens. before. No, I, did, I didn't spot it watching it this time. He's so un, un sort of stick outable, any though. The cat, like. I didn't even realise it was him that says the line later on to Frost. He's so unmemorable. Which yes. is, I suppose, what you want in a stuntman, isn't it? You want someone that's going to blend in and you're not going to go, oh, that's an obvious stuntman. But yeah, he, he, I think, is he, the, is he the least memorable of the Marines, do we reckon? Well, I think he's up there uh, with yeah. Waspowski. Yes. Is the other one. They're always the two. Before we got all the information overload of the internet and you yeah, know, well, in-depth books know. and stuff, it was always, who's that one then, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's almost like you go, uh, list Colonial Marines. It's like, well, it's, I can do them all. Hudson, Hicks, Apone, uh, oh, uh, Drake, um, oh, uh, Jeanette Goldstein. Oh, that's and then, it, isn't it. And the yeah, other two, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that Tip Tipping is in this film yeah. because they needed somebody to be near that bag that blows up when Frost's ammo bag explodes. It's it's that's when Crow buy, buys it, doesn't he? Um, well, so I'm yeah. guessing they wanted a stuntman for that. Well, there, there's when you're sort of doing films and that, there's always, especially if it's a if if there's a character that's going to have a stunt. This happened all the time in Doctor Who, didn't it? If there's a character that's going to have a stunt happen to them, and they're not got many lines or they're not there for the actor who's playing it then you just you combine and hire a stuntman to play the part because you yes. then it solves a lot of issues um so i i imagine that was the the thinking behind it uh, mm. is he's going to be able to handle himself he can do his own stunt when he, he blows up um save save some readies isn't it because i can't think of any other time where with the colonial marines you had a a clearly seen stuntman standing in for anybody else. No, what well, is does any because there's a lot of there's obviously a lot of of gags involving blank firing weaponry, which is dangerous in its own, as, as you know, as recent events have shown mm. us. Um, but yeah, I'm tr- I was trying to think. Does anyone else get a a stunty death that involves? I can't. I don't think so. Do they? Well, Frost. You know, catches fire and falls yeah. off the balcony. Uh, that, that's he? an obvious dummy, though. <laughs> that's a dummy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He immediately turns into a, a shop window dummy that's on fire. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe Crow is the nearest yeah. then. Yeah. All right. Um, so, talking about Deertrick, um, when they're having their breakfast, she yes. smiles at the corn cob up his ass line. Yeah. And uh, when you next see her, she's practicing her moves with Frost. Yeah. Um, I, I get the feeling she's a bit of a ladette, isn't she? I, th- I, I think, yeah, you can yeah. say that about all the females, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, when Gorman does his pep talk and yeah. everything, uh, you don't, you can't really see Crow. He is there, but Gorman is blocking him through most of yeah. the scene. You, could, you, you can't see him at all. Yeah, um, he didn't... Um... 
he, he didn't pay the cameraman or anything enough money because yeah he's definitely blocked because I I sort of I because I, I always look online and think where do these characters appear I want to watch them bits and almost all of the the Wikipedia articles mention he was there at the briefing for uh, you know that uh, Ripley gives and that and I thought oh that'd be a good scene I'll get to it and yeah you just don't see him do you he's, no. he's hidden no. Um, you don't see much of Deirdrick either because no. she's off, off to, on the left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, we see her a little bit. She's locking the airlock uh, as yeah. they prep to drop. Um, we get a big close-up of her for the, what are we? We're mean. Yeah. Um, you, you get that her there. And the biggest close-up we ever really get of Crow is him putting on his helmet um, yes. you know, as they're going yeah, around the lockers. Nice, yeah, we get a nice shot of him. Um, I'm always worried about about teams of people that need to uh, g themselves up before doing anything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not a great fan of this uh, this uh, sort of almost cheerleading scene in it, where they go, "What are we? What are we?" It's like just get on with it. You're getting on a ship. You know. <laughs> That's because you're a Brit. You That's know, true. And, yeah. And Brits don't do things like that. We you don't. didn't have that in the Second World War. No. <laughs> Imagine if if Monty had got up on the top of a jeep and gone what are we guys desert rats what are we no no you just can't imagine it can you i leave always that, leave that sort of thing to pattern it always makes me smile when i see uh, real footage from world war Two, uh, where you see uh british soldiers with their helmets on and the american soldiers with their helmets yeah. on but they're always at a jaunty angle the americans always have them like you know at an angle on their head yeah. but you'd never see a british soldier with no. a helmet like that well, that's because told off yeah because most British were wearing a helmet for a reason whereas yeah the American <laughs> soldiers seem to wear it to look like John Wayne I suppose um, yeah it, it, it is a, it's definitely a, a difference isn't there I would yes. like to see a, I suppose we, we I was going to say I'd love to see a a version of Aliens where it's a British set of squad is going out but we have seen it it's called Dog Soldiers yes and it's bloody marvellous it is a good film, that. Yes, yeah. we have to do that on Effectively Speaking oh, at yeah, some point. Oh, yeah, such a good... That's one of the best werewolf films ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Crow is sat by Hicks for the yes. dropship launch. Crow. I've never really yeah. spot him because, of course, your, your eye's always drawn to Hicks. This, well, this mine is, are, anyway. Yeah, this, this is something that we have had before doing these, these podcasts and things. But especially for Aliens, I found this more than ever that... You, I, it's like I've been watching it blind because you're drawn to the central character, whoever's speaking, yes. aren't you? Yes. And it's only through watching it to go, okay, where's this character? And you suddenly he was stood next to him all the time. He's there yeah. in multiple. It's so weird. Yeah. Your brain cheats, don't it? Or mine does. Yep. yep. Um, and for that very reason, I've never spotted that um, Deertrick is right behind Hicks as they go yep. into the colony. Um, then she and Frost are ordered up front. We don't see them doing yeah. anything, but they are ordered up front. I like this scene. This scene, um, I, I, I've always enjoyed this scene, this creepy scene when they're going through the colony because it, it, it oh, yeah. is silent. It's lit well, brilliantly. It yeah. looks menacing, doesn't it? Well, the first... I, I remember watching it in the cinema, and the first time you see it when you don't know... You're waiting. You're so... this. Yeah, this is real tension-filled stuff. Because um, it's like, oh, is there going to be an alien? Is there not? Um, yeah, so it was really well done. I mean, we oft- we often rag on James Cameron. He, he was a good director. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is this your favourite James Cameron film? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. I I think it's a tie between this and Terminator Two, but Terminator Two hasn't aged as well. Um, I don't think um, there's bits in Terminator Two that are just cheesy now. But I I think they're definitely his his two best films. I liked Abyss for a while, but that's just too self-indulgent for my life. I loved it when that first yeah. came out, but I've kind of gone off of it yeah. um, over the years. Um, I, I've got it and on Blu-ray and showed it to our son and. Um, Thinking, oh, this is going to be brilliant. It is, it yeah, it is. But for me, I mean, it's it's joint Aliens and the first Terminator. I far prefer the first Terminator. That I've got problems with some parts of um, Terminator Two. I I do, yeah, I do like the first Terminator, but it it does. I mean, it belies its its budget in places. Um, But yeah, he. I just his later stuff like I can't abide Titanic Avatar was just Dances with Wolves um, yeah I, it's, I think he's another one of those directors that needed to prove himself and now he's proved himself I don't he seems to have more interest in in his other pursuits and fair dues to him mm. you know? yep okie doke uh Neither of Crow or Deertrick are seen again until Deertrick is checking Newt out. Yes. What's her name again? Rebecca. Now think, Rebecca. Concentrate. Just start at the beginning. Where are your parents? Now look, Rebecca, you have to try and help... Give it a rest, why don't you? Total brain lock. Physically, she's okay. Borderline malnutrition, but I don't think there's any permanent damage. Come on, we're wasting our time. Um, and Deatrix says that this little girl's name is Rebecca. She's got malnutrition, but otherwise she's okay. Yeah. Her bedside manner is awful. But you would expect <laughs> that, I suppose, from a, a combat medic. Yeah, she's a field medic, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She, she's not used to checking out small children. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought so. No. Um, so we go down to sub-level three now, and uh, Deatrix snaps off what she says is some sort of secreted resin. Yeah. But secreted from what? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, and again, no. you, don't, you don't sort of realise it's her doing it. Do you? you know all these lines... But it's like, who, if you had said who said that line, I'd go, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's, she gets some good lines in this. Yep. Yeah. Um, she's just about, about got another one. Top, we've got a live one where yes. that she finds she, the woman in the wall. Yeah, she, um, I was watching this and thinking, she's almost responsible for this, everything that go, gets set into motion from this point on. Because they're wandering, I don't they're wandering past lots and lots of, of colonists that have been cocooned. And for some reason, she wants to pull the head back of this woman and have a look. Hmm. And this triggers everything, doesn't it? Everything that goes wrong after this point is triggered by this one event. So it's all Dietrich's fault. All Dietrich's fault. Yeah, I reckon so. All right, if she'd so have just kept her hands to herself. Well, what would have yeah. happened then? Because basically, it's, it's the minds of Moria, isn't it? You know, yeah, the, the, exactly. this scene. If they had continued just going quietly along. How long would it have taken before the aliens started? Well, I'm not entirely sure they would have come out because we, we know that the Queen is is further down. Um, I think they would have found all the colonists cocooned and almost gone with a, OK, let's regroup and think what we're doing. Um, but, yeah, because... Yeah, it, yeah. 
I think sooner so. sooner or later the aliens <laughs> would have attacked. Oh but yeah. If yeah, if they had actually you know got elsewhere, they wouldn't have been ambushed like this. And and no. you know people like Frost and Crow, Wyspowski, uh wouldn't have ended up the well, way they did. Well, they would have. I suppose it's this great. Um, you know, like you get those World War Two what if books. Mm. What if Hitler would have done this? What if Churchill had done that? That would be great, wouldn't it? What What would happen if they had to face the aliens, not in the uh, the nuclear reactor that they couldn't shoot, but fully aware, fully squatted with firepower. Yeah. They would have minced them, I reckon. Mm. And it's all down to Deertrick. Deertrick. Oh, hey. It's that Cynthia. Yeah. yeah, Cynthia. See, never never send Cynthia in first. <laughs> all right, so as I say, Mines of Moria, we get all the noise yes, and everything. Yeah. Um, Apone says, go to infrared people. So they do. Yeah. Uh, but it's Deertrick, because she's the medical, uh, maybe yeah. they don't show up on infrared at all. Why? I, I never understand why they go to infrared having just loosed off a fire, a flamethrower, because infrared is heat, and they've just totally destroyed any benefit in detecting heat. Um, yeah, I, I never understand that. And I, that's one of the things, we'll, just, we'll be discussing the, um, the, the marine armour later, but I, I just... Everything else is so well done. And then they got that little bit of perspex flip down, yeah. which is infrared, and it's like, oh guys, no. But yeah, uh, yeah they they can't, they don't show up. Well, they don't know. I I don't know whether they don't show up on infrared, um, or whether it's just too confused. But yeah, they, it doesn't work for them, does it? It doesn't do no. what they wanted it to do. Well, that's when it all starts kicking off big time because just after she says they maybe they don't show up at all, that's when she's got she's yes. grabbed by the alien. She's the she's the first person we see grabbed by a warrior alien, I think, isn't she? She's yes. The first person because I, I was going to say she's first person killed, but of course I don't think she is killed because her life signs are still okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, she gets grabbed. That's a, it's a great shot. I mean, the more you watch it, it it physically just doesn't sort of work. It, um, I don't understand how yeah. the alien is getting her yes. up the wall. And there's, I, I imagine it's meant to be it's using its tail to like a, I don't know, like a monkey or something to hook down. But it just doesn't work. All, all I get now looking at it is, that's a nice Kirby wire work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I also like the fact it's much like the first yeah. film in that you, when you know the alien's there, you can clearly see it's there. Before it comes out and grabs her, you can yes. clearly see that's not secreted resin, that's an alien suit. Yeah, but the first time you watch it, you don't. No. Because, again, it's very well-framed. It's like the um, the alien in the uh, Narcissus at the end of the first film. It's so obvious, but when you first watch it, you, it it's, it's genius because it looks like pipe work. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah, this, this works really well. And here we get another example of Cynthia... Causing trouble because she she's grabbed and her, her trigger discipline is so bad <laughs> that she immediately sets everything on a light which uh, burns old poor Frosty the, yep. the the ironically named Frost. <laughs> well, he's thawed out. He's pretty thawed rapid. out pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. He becomes a human torch. Yep. Turns into a dummy. Falls over the balcony and uh, almost immediately. A crow is killed because yeah. the ammo bag's on fire, and a, Hicks yeah. tries pulling him out the way. But well, it's a, it's a bit confusing, isn't it? Because Wierzbowski, I think, is the one that goes to try and retrieve the ammo bag, 
thought it was um, Crow. Is it well, Wisbowski? I, I think it's Wisbowski that tries to get It's very confusing. I watched it about four times yesterday, and I couldn't quite work out. It looks like it's Wisbowski that goes to grab it. Then Crow goes to, like, push him out of the way. And then Hicks, I think, tries to grab. And I can't work out whether Hicks grabs Crow or Wisbowski. Then it goes boom. And then, obviously, it's Crow gets flung against the, the pillar. And he I'm must have grabbed... Killed straight yeah, away. He... He must have grabbed Wispowski then, because shortly yeah. after that, you hear a cry off screen, and Hicks yeah. calls out Wispowski, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, um, that was always the thing I thought he was saying. Where's Bowski? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bowski. Yeah. We'll call him that when he's yeah. got if, his Have they got Alexi Sale here somewhere? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, we, his, we see his medical chart, and you know, yep. we know he's got no pulse. And the last time we see him, it's his bloody face. Yeah. When Hicks reaches it down to him. And that's the last time we ever see Crow. Yeah, yeah the only time he gets a lovely close-up. He's dead. Mm. Yeah. Which is a shame. And and that's that. I mean, yeah. Deertrick was taken off, presumably to be, you know, cocooned. Yeah. cocooned and uh, Crow is dead. So yeah, that's so De- him. Deertrick either shortly afterwards had a chest burster or went up boom-boom in the nuclear explosion. I'm not, I'm not sure which one I prefer. If if she was cocooned and she yep. did get uh, turned into an egg or whatever, then whatever she's turned into would be called Cynthia, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Cynthia the alien. Was there an alien with a massive chin? <laughs> she has got a big chin, and she's a very wide-chinned lady. She's a bit ginger as well. I, I don't hold that against her. A ginger alien. No, no, no. And what I'm saying is if there was a ginger alien, yeah. that's Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia the ginger alien. That's a children's book waiting to be written, isn't it? Right, get on it, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's our two disposed of. Yeah. Uh, like I was, no, normally we say about these characters, short but memorable. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm not entirely sure that Crow is that memorable. Well, Crow definitely not. No. Um, because for the longest time, I didn't know who was Crow or what no. it was called. Deertrick, I've always known of because she's yes. got lines. Yeah, and, and she gets and, some and really memorable classic ones. lines. Yeah, yeah. some real yeah. classic ones. Um, but yeah, she's definitely much more memorable than uh, than Crow. I, st- I I'm going with yeah. I I reckon him and Wisbowski are the least memorable. But I think Wisbowski, because of the benefit of his name and that Hicks says his name several times, I think he's. I wouldn't know what he looks like, but I would at least know there was a marine called Wisbowski. When you told me about Crow, I had to say to you, "Didn't I? Which one's that? Who's that? Yeah, what yeah. Crow? Yeah." Where's Tom Servo, yeah. Wispowski obviously isn't going to get his own episode. No. Um, He's going to be paired up with Frost. Oh, with Frosty, yeah. When we talk about Frost, uh, Wispowski will be there. Okie doke. Right, so yes, you you said earlier, yeah, a bit of talk about the armour. Yes. Uh, Um, uh, Do you think this is the most iconic sci-fi armour in history? Armour? Yeah, or, or military out, military, sci-fi armor, military. Yeah, uh, I guess so because there's not much to choose from, is there? I suppose there's there's stormtroopers, but I think they've been so devalued. I think stormtroopers. I mean, this this is going to insult one of your mates in the five A first. I think it's almost embarrassing now to be a stormtrooper. In what way embarrassing? It's because it's it's now been devalued. It's now a comedy. Oh yes, figure. oh I see what, see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like we um, went to uh, Liverpool last week with a mate of mine, 
and there's a um, rather good idea, but I, I imagine it will last about four minutes. There's a geek cafe, so you can you can go in there and there's you can buy geeky stuff like sci-fi stuff, and you can have, sit and have a coffee and a meal in a, a geek-friendly environment. <laughs> um, but the doorkeeper outside is a guy in a stormtrooper armor, and everyone was taking the Mickey. Everyone yeah. was saying comedy line. I, I I just don't think they're cool anymore. Well, you know, when I was I was a sand trooper for a while, yeah. and you know we'd go down to Legoland or go up to Excel in London for the, all the conventions, and the amount of times somebody would come up to a stormtrooper and go, "Aren't you a little bit short for a stormtrooper?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> that they're the first person yeah. ever. <laughs> I yeah, I think because what else have we got? We got starship troopers. That's good armor. I like that, but. It's kind of bland, though. Quite bland, and also again devalued because the helmets and the armor were used in lots and lots of other things, like mm. Firefly and lots of cheap films. Um, yeah, I. But the Colonial Marine armor. Ever since I saw it, I always wanted a set. Never got around to doing one, which was strange. Um, and I love it because it, it's made. You know, the, like the helmet is the the Vietnam issue helmets mm-hmm. and I love that era of American I think that was the pinnacle I mean how weird I, I think there's a pinnacle of uh, of American uniforms I think the um, the Vietnam era was the pinnacle for me of of American military uniforms they immediately went downhill after Vietnam they sold all of their equipment off to the Argentinians and we got to see it again in the Falklands War yeah. and then they went they went with this horrible BDUs and now the, the British Army is doing the same our soldiers are just not stylish anymore. No. Who, who's no. planning these wars? <laughs> I think we need colonial marine outfits would, yeah. in the real world. Have you ever, have you ever worn one? I don't know. I yeah. owned one. Yeah. Did you? You wow, don't know, do know you? That. I didn't know that. No. The BDU. My, my respect goes up a bit for you. Yeah, I, I think... I've, I've never told you yeah. this because at the time I didn't own it. Oh, right. Ooh, well, was it stolen? No, no, it's a long convoluted story. Basically, oh. I won it, um, an actual screen used set of BDUs. And you don't have it a, still? I, I didn't, then I did, now I don't. Oh, right? Okay. The, story is, the story is this, right? Um, when Aliens was just about to come out on video, yep. Film Review magazine had a competition where you could win... A costume from Aliens, right? Wow. And I remember it was Ripley's flight jacket, yeah, and nice. Colonial Marines costumes. Okay, and um, I can't remember the specifics. I don't know if there was some armor, but but basically, I went, I went. It's the old days when you had to send a, an envelope or yeah. a postcard yeah, with yeah, your so you name. Had to make a bit of effort to enter a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I went in for it. I don't know six or seven times. Um, I went in for it as myself because I'm an honest person. I didn't want it, it to seem like I was cheating, even though yeah. technically I was. So I, I, um, you know, I entered uh, as myself. Uh, um, my sisters, <laughs> yeah. like this, under these different aliases. <laughs> and one day I get a call from my sister saying, um, "You've won." Some tatty old clothes have turned up. <laughs> and and they were. Yeah. And they were. were. They, um, I won a set of BDUs. Were they named uh, at all? Do you know which character? Well, this is, this, is, this is what is so frustrating in oh, that, there, that, that there was no name in it. The patches were all on there, okay, yeah, wow. at, which was interesting because they weren't stitched on. They were just glued on, yeah. okay. Uh, they didn't have uh, 
proper buttons. They had almost like a, a, a fly eyelet thing, you know, the right. eyelet hook things. And But obviously it had been used because uh, they were covered in cement dust on like the knees and the elbows. Yeah. And um, in the top left-hand pocket, there was the foil from a cigarette packet. Okay. I'll send you the photo later. I've got photos oh, yeah. of me wearing God, I'd it. Love to, right? Yeah, and, I'd love uh, to see that. And I'll put it on Facebook as well because, yeah. Um, yeah, but at the time, that was before the internet, I had no idea who they belonged to. They fitted me. That's all I knew. And, and I'm six foot two, right? So it, it must have been a, a, a above average height person, all right? And so anyway, that was that. Anyway, I, I, I won't go into it, but I, I ended up losing them through house moves and stuff like that okay oh, and no. yeah i had to I, I had to leave a place in a great hurry and i took a lot of stuff and i, I neglected was that after the bank heist <laughs> yeah. oh, and i completely forgot about that. it yeah, yeah. and the, it, it was about a year later it's like, oh crap i don't have them yeah. oh god i get it and for personal reasons i couldn't go back right, right. it was okay. all you know i'm not going and going to no, it. no, it's, no. yeah so that was that and but then the internet came along, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I started looking into it and um, couldn't figure out whose BDUs these might have been, right? And eventually I got them back because when would this have been? This would have been about 2009, 2010. Right. I got back in touch with the place where I had been before, right? Okay. And because walked under the bridge, wounds heal, everything, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and I went round, and they were still there. I very wow. tentatively asked, do you still have these things? Yeah, they're up in the attic. So I went <laughs> along, and, and I got them, right? And I brought them back, oh, and, uh, and I owned them again. So I went on all, like, the alien legacy yep. forums and places like this, does anybody know who these are, right? And people yeah. were discounting certain people because of height. It can't be Hicks because Hicks has his sleeves cut off, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? Um, and we didn't know. But a way of trying to find out is this BDU camouflage uh, material was bespoke. It was made just for aliens. Yes, yeah. And each outfit if you look at photos the pattern is different yeah and so i was studying photos and studying photos and people were saying can you take a photo of the like you know the right pocket yeah. and, and things like this we might have a match but it was never conclusively um oh wow that would have been fun to do though it was great detective work yeah. I, I think it was either boiled down to it was uh could be one of the the actors suits they had more than one suit, yeah. and they just when 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 the photos were taken, they weren't wearing the one that you own, or it was a stuntman's yeah. suit. Okay, but in the end, I, I I sold it to the prop gallery. Oh god! Uh, um, because well, I hope you got a good amount. I've got how much did I get? About three grand. Wow! Something that like is. that. Yeah. They were in a filthy condition, you know, and um, and I needed the money. I, I, I had serious yeah. money problems, so 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 I I had to drive off somewhere down near Windsor Way, and uh, and take them down because they wanted to inspect them, you know, and, and ensure that they were yeah. real. They they had the um, I can't remember the name the the label in the back, you know, of of, of the jacket. It, it was the yeah. costumers that was used and uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
So yeah, yeah. For a few years, I owned a piece wow. of uh, Aliens history. You know? Do you? I mean, I, I've done not not with Alien stuff, but I've done similar things where you own something that is a greyer light, and then you've got to get rid of it for money and stuff like that. Um, I, yeah, I was going to say, do you regret it? Because you'd want it back. Yes, yeah, but, but I yeah. I had it for a while, you know. Would and... you? I suppose if if they if it, if that pair came up for sale for the same three grand you got, would you invest three grand in it now? No, no, I don't think so. I no. think you did quite well because I know the prop store had a bit of a reputation at one point for really undervaluing stuff they would later try and sell at a massive... You know, I was happy with that price. Well, I, I think it's a good, fair price. Um, you know, I, I was desperate for money, but I wasn't so desperate I'd just take anything. No. If they'd said, you know, 300, I would have gone get stuffed. You know? I just imagine you taking them down to Cheshire Sci-Fi Fair and one of the dealers going, <laughs> not, not a popular film, is it? <laughs> Give me yeah, a tenner. You could try, yeah. you could try, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, you know... Um, that's my story. Now, yeah. the, the, these BDUs, this, as I say, this pattern uh, was unique. It was specially made oh. for the film. But there is quite a cottage industry now. People yes. have, you can buy it by the roll now. Well, um, I, I remember where you know, back in my first round of costume making that, and I wanted to do Colonial Marines, and I looked into the the, the BDUs, and like Snake Kliskin's trousers, there they at the time you, it was. a either print it yourself or give up and this mm. is before you could like upload things to Spoonflower and get them to print it you would have had to have painted the material yourself mm. um, so I never I never got around to doing any of the rest of it because I thought without the the right looking BDUs it's just not worth it well I've seen people dressed as colonial marines yeah. and they're just using you know um, army surplus store camouflage yeah. things and it doesn't it's look not right the same. no it, it, not the it, same it, at all no now, if you've got the money, you can get them, but also yeah. you can get the Colonial Marine armor. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got a lot of money, you can actually ask Terry English to oh, build right. it does for you. Build because, yeah. Boy, does he build them. And there's a long waiting list. I think it's yeah. about like a two-year waiting list. Because they're, um, they're hammered aluminium, aren't they? They're... Aluminium lined yeah. with foam, yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Terry English, yeah, you know, fantastic, you know, armorer for Genius, films. Yeah. He's the guy who did the uh, all the suits of armor for Excalibur. Yeah, uh, I met him once. Um, I was trooping when back in my Gorindon days, and I was up at London. I think I was at Excel, and he was there, and he had yeah, Colonial Marie armor there. He had um, young Mordred's golden armor from wow. Excalibur. He had Helen Mirren's breastplate. Morgana's breastplate there very very nice man very yeah. charming rather eccentric incredibly small he was tiny 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 but little he, man he is he is an absolute craftsman master of his craft yes so. and if you don't mind waiting a couple of years yeah. he will make you the armour wow. to order um, in exactly the same material exactly the same way that he made them for each actor in the film um, I, I, I remember there was um Back in our sort of drone days, there was a, a company that made resin, weirdly not even fiberglass, but resin casts of supposedly off of one of the hero uh, armor sets. And I remember seeing it at uh, the NEC one year, and I saw them, I thought, oh, I might invest in this. They were like 800 quid, a mad amount, and it was utter rubbish. Mm. It was really bad. Um, 
But yeah, I can't, can you imagine getting one actually made by yeah. the guy? Because it is the real deal. I mean, there yeah. are kits out there, and there yeah. pretty, pretty decent ones, you know, yeah. vac form plastic and stuff. But no, he makes it in aluminium, you know, yeah. in exactly the same way. And yeah, and, and we'll paint it. And when we're talking about painting, that creates a yes, bit of a problem yeah. for the reenactors, yeah. is the camo pattern on the armor is matching the colors because there is one color that doesn't exist anymore. Really? That, that are all humble enamels he painted them with. And there's one, you must know it, it's called Brown Bess. Oh, right. And it is a brownie olive green color. And um, if you own any tubs of the, because the, they were those little tiny little pots, weren't they? Enamel, yeah. Uh, humble enamels. Yeah, the little um, metal tinlets. You yes, can still get tinlets, tinlets. that's the Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's one, I think it's called Brown Bess. And right. uh, wow. getting a modern Natch match from Vallejo or Tamiya is impossible. Yeah. Um, well, now you could, you, it's probably easier now in the last couple of years because you can. You, you can get paint matched to digital scan. So if you if you could digitally scan the original, they will match it. But it's you know. something, it's not just the colour, it's something yeah. about the properties of yeah. that humble paint. In some shots, it looks more green. In others, yeah. it looks more brown. So it's like the reference shot you take, Yeah, it might still not be right, you know? And then, yeah, because then you've got the the other... I suppose, depending on how accurate you want to make them, if you're copying one of the hero ones, is they, they were all then sort of hand-painted by the actors, I think, weren't they? Yep, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. They they were all given their um, BDUs and armour, and each actor yeah. was told to customise it. And yeah. we're going to be talking about that. Each time we talk about a Colonial Marine, we're going to point out what they did. We talked about this with Pharaoh, didn't we? With we uh, did, yeah. Fly the Friendly yeah. Skies on her helmet. That, that was her idea. And, um, yeah, that, again, following the Vietnam influence, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what they which did. Is, which is ironic, not having a uniform look to a uniform. <laughs> Slightly confusing. What would you, uh, if you, if you, if you had to paint your own, what would what would be on yours? Caroline Munro. <laughs> Just, yeah. That would that would disconcert the enemy. Are you running towards them with Caroline Munro on your chest? It would distract them, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. They'd stop yeah. them shooting at my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What would yeah. I do? Um, I don't know. What would you do? I'll, I'll mind I'll, I'll have a cat it. on it somewhere. It's got to be a cat. It'd have a cat on it somewhere, wouldn't it? I don't think any of the uh, actors have put a cat on theirs. No. Oh, I can you imagine? Like, one. yeah, we we would be the least intimidating colonial marines running towards the enemy. You with Caroline Monroe, me with a pussy cat on my front. <laughs> You're going to hear uh, running water, Ian. I'm just, I'm, I've yep. just got to get a drink of water because I yeah, am no absolutely problem. parched. So sorry about this sound. Is effect. that because you were uh, drooling when you I was, Caroline. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I sweated so much I need a drink. Yes. Um, I hope she never listens to these sort of podcasts. God, I hope not. Um, so uh, before we talk about the individual yes. customization. Uh, that's on show from our, our, our pair today. Um, one last thing is um, that, you know, the armour was designed by James Cameron along with Emma Porteous. Yes. Yeah. Um, but in the original designs, they were they were meant to have a throat guard. Each colonial yes. marine was meant yeah. to have a throat guard, weren't they? They were, yes. Um, I think James Cameron said it, it interfered too much with, like, 
the actors doing their acting. Yep. Um, yep. It must be uncomfortable because yeah. that was aluminium as well. Yeah. Oh, it, it look, I, I looked up some images of them, and um, it looks like, as you would expect, it looks like the front companion piece to the bit that sticks off the back of the helmet um, at the back to, to protect your throat. I can see why they didn't sort mm. of go with it. it. It's not intrinsic. Yeah, Emma Porteous, of course, um, famously for doing another lovely one of my favourite sets of armour, which is the uh, Stallone Dread mm. armour. Yep, indeed. <sighs> yeah. Now, you did make lady. one of them, didn't you? I did, yeah, I did make one of them. I've that seen you as Judge Dredd. Yeah. I've uh, spent a, a, a night in Nottingham with you, you dressed as Judge Dredd. Them, them are the days, aren't they? Yes. Them were yeah. the days. Um, yeah, so, yeah, again, so some talented old bods on this film. You know, Not get, off, I, yeah. give James Cameron his due there. He he used the best. And, yeah, and I think that that's why this film has stood the test of time. Yes, yeah. And he's a classic. And, and he's classic, iconic, yeah. yeah. So, all right, customization. Yes, uh, I, I tried to find some some decent photos of, of Crow. It, I, again, not a lot online about him. There's the standard shots. So I don't know what he had as his customization. Well, all right, we'll talk about Crow's customization first, shall we? Yeah. So he's he's on top of his, you know, standard armor that he's got. On his chest plate, um, old Timmy had painted the phrase, the bird. Okay. Right? Along with a, a wing, a wing emblem. Uh, see, I thought that like, to me it looked like on his chest it looked like a pentagram or something like that. But yeah, I couldn't find a clear shot at all of it. No, well, he's got that and uh, another piece of information, and I don't know if this is in the the novelisation or what, but it says that at one point prior to the Hadley's Hope mission, Crow had an elaborate colour portrait of his girlfriend printed on the rear of his armour but opponent oh. quickly made him remove it oh. as he deemed it excessive even for the loose knit squad of marines he commanded wouldn't it be funny if his girlfriend's name was Caroline mm. that would be yeah. something yes so that, that that's his customization. Deer Trick is a bit more uh, 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 elaborate I guess old Cynthia well, I know she's creative. I've got a bit of information about her in a minute. All right. Um, but she has a red cross and a blood drop tattoo on her arm. All right? Right. And that bandage, it looks like she's got a bandage around her hand. It's actually a samurai headband oh, okay. wrapped around her hand. And the Japanese characters on it translate to original and trust or believe. That That's... That's interesting. So, I love this because I learn stuff all the time from you. Um, yeah, I often wondered why she had a bandage hand because um, she always that hand always reminds me of Colin from the British Empire. <laughs> and I used to think, I wonder if she's got a separating boil oh, underneath soil. Yeah, saw, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no. Oh, no. Right. It, samurai. It's, it's a samurai headband. Um, now, in the helmet band on the front of her helmet, uh, she's got a nurse's. Cordicus, is that what you call it? A nurse's uh, caduceus, the, caduceus. The, the coiled snake, yeah. That's it. And on the back, she had written the words Blue Angel. Oh, and, oh that's a terrible film. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, on her backside, um, she, on her backside, on her bum bum, on her bottom, on a derriere, yeah. she had uh, written uh, Kiss My dot 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 <laughs> al- along with the drawing of lips in red. Fair enough. 
Hmm. And uh, don't be showing your body to the enemy, though. That's, it's never going to end well. It's it's not a um, no. And uh, yeah, she's armed with an M240 incinerator unit, and carried a Heckler and Koch. Uh, VP-70 in a fabric yes. holster on her right hip, which was tied to her belt with a rope similar to how Crow wore his holster. Oh, so right. she's got a connection. I do. That's another thing I, I've never made, but I do fancy making is the um, Colonial Marine pistol. I do like a chunky pistol. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Um, yeah, as well as being yeah the field medic, it was also her job to prep the unit's uh, Cairo tubes before they entered hypersleep. Oh, right, yeah. So basically she would be putting everybody to bed. Aww. Yes. Yeah, go nighty-night with Cynthia. Do you think in, she yeah. read them a story? I, li- I like to think so. Or yeah. I imagine she probably just swore them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and before we talk about the actors, um, Crow, in the book... Yeah, it is taken alive to be cocooned during the ambush, ambush oh. instead of a poem. Okay. Hmm. Fair. So, um, what, so in the book, he was what just knocked out or something. Yeah, I guess so. He's taken off. That's a like, weird like change. Isn't it? That's a weird change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on there? Um, and in the original treatment for the, for the film, um, Dietrich actually survived most of the story. She oh, right. she she got through the ambush here in the hive and. Yeah. Um, in the treatment, she actually dies during the escape from the colony, uh, when the survivors as- attempt to flee in the APC, which hadn't been destroyed right. in that in that one. I and wonder why they uh, curtailed her role. Because she's quite—I mean, she's got a definite presence in the film, and she gets a lot of dialogue early on. Yeah. Perhaps it was to build up the no one safe sort of vibe. Yeah, mm. if we're going to kill off someone that you see. Well, well, I mean, off. in that original treatment, you know, they've got to get out the colony. They run to the APC. She's yeah. first to get to the door. There's already an alien inside. It pulls her inside. Um, and then stray gunfire blows the APC up. Yeah. So she's blown up in the APC. Always check your perimeters and Yes, I, I don't think I don't think these colonial marines know such things like that. No, no, they don't. Yeah, they they don't appear to be the cream of the cream, do they? No, no. Okay, no. Right. So actors, then, if we talk yes. about Cynthia first, uh, Cynthia Dale Scott, yeah, is her name. She originally read for the part of Vasquez. I could see her playing Vasquez. Yeah, mm. very similar vibes. Yeah, yeah, but Jeanette Goldstein is stamped her mark on it hasn't she 100% yeah yeah. and I said she's creative Uh, yes she is because after receiving a degree in sculpture from the Rhode Island School of Design she joined a theatre dance company which later fell apart so she moved to London became involved in the post-punk indie music scene before getting an equity card to work in the British entertainment industry Oh, right. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've seen her in anything else. I don't think so. But. Well, she's got a, a rather meagre four in the way of oh, genre right. tally, and one of them, the very first genre thing she was in, um, she was wardrobe assistant. So yeah. if you have seen Night of the Demons, you wouldn't have seen our Cynthia. Right. Okay. I, if it's the, um, uh, if yeah, if it's the 1980s one. It is uh, the 1980s one. Yeah, with Linda quickly in then Yeah, I think I have seen that. Yeah. Well, you might have seen something that she, yeah. you know, I know, fabricated. She touched. Yeah. She touched. So that's that, that's number one. Number two right. was Aliens. Uh, number three 
This screams quality. Invasion Earth, the aliens are here. Oh, that, that sounds like a sci-fi channel type. Mm, I'm not sure what year that is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's video, it's straight the video. Yeah. Um, and then her last thing was Hellraiser Bloodline. Oh, dear. Mm. I can't remember which one Bloodline is, but they, they didn't they get to like 10 or 12? Yeah, Hellraiser I think it's films. one of those later ones. All yeah. of them pretty crappy. <laughs> yeah. After the first one, just don't bother. Yeah, you know? don't bother. Yeah. I mean, it gave Doug Bradley a lovely... Uh, a career and pension. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's still living off of it now, isn't he? Yeah, why, why not? Yeah. So that's old Cynthia. Now we've got right. Timothy. I'll tip tip yeah. in. I imagine he's he's been in a few, but as a stuntman. Yeah, well, his genre tally, I'm yeah. including stunts as well as acting. Fair enough, yeah. Um, but before he got into being even a stuntman, he was in the Royal Marines. Yeah. All right, I bet he didn't wear his beret at a jaunty angle. No. And, uh, yeah, the 21st uh, SAS regiment. <coughs> Fair dues. Yeah. You now, got, you got to be good to get in the SAS. Yeah. Creme de la creme. Yeah. Um, now, I know some, some ex-SAS, they took the actors to boot camp, didn't they? They uh, did, yes. In, in yeah. training for the film. I don't know if Tip Tipping was one of those and then was given the job of being Crow. Oh, can you imagine, that? though, that, like, they, they get this troop of inverted commas actors together and they send them off to boot camp and you've got some some sort of uh, normal soldier or sergeant telling them what to do and Tip Tipping's just rubbing his chin going yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you do know you've heard of the SAS yeah I wonder if hilarious. he Yeah, I wonder if he got on with a pwn because the guy playing a pwn he was ex-military as well yeah. wasn't he you know I, I imagine they would, got yeah. on military tends to they tend to bond, then, because yes, yeah. So you've got to be a unique experience. Hmm. Um, I didn't know this about Tip Tipping. It's so sad. Um, um, how he died. Oh. Because do you remember the show Nine Nine Nine? It doesn't it, ring a bell. It, was it, was it a, like it, a live action? No, uh, it, it was a yeah. reconstruction yeah. show. They yes. reconstructed real life accidents oh, okay. and yes, near I, misses I, yeah. and things like right, that. Right, yeah. And. Uh, Tip Tipping was uh, reenacting a skydiving accident, um, oh, and no. his parachute failed to open. Oh God! So by reenacting a skydiving accident, yeah. That's he died. Taking method acting too far. <laughs> that too, is a bit too, too soon. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> I don't know. But isn't that tragic? That's that's horrible. What yeah. a stupid way to, to be, go. To be fair, I think of jumping out of a plane at any time is not. A well, that's not natural. Tenable position, is it? Mind anyway. you, flying in an aeroplane's not natural. No, so, that, no, that's true. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I thought before we talk about his genre tally, I thought of you twice when looking oh, right. into oh. his uh, history, right? Because yeah, he he was mainly a stuntman, and yeah. some of the stunts he did for uh, Dempsey and Makepeace. All right. right. Oh, did he did he uh, double for uh, Aglinis? Tip tipping in a blonde wig. Yeah. There's an image. <laughs> um, uh, Death Wish 3. All right. Oh, yeah, that was it. filmed in Milton Keynes. That's a god-awful film. Shocking, shocking oh. film. Casualty, he did stunts. All right, okay. Now, these are the two that made me think of you. He did stunts for Cannon and Ball. Did he? Yes. By golly. Yes. So you have was a connection. That, that your yeah. your was, beloved was Boys in Blue yeah. has an Aliens tenuous connection. Ah, oh, well done. See, my respect for him has gone right up there now. Yeah. Well... I mean, SAS go... is one thing, but doubling for Bobby Ball. 
<laughs> Although he, he does have a touch of the cannon about him, doesn't he? He's, I could yes. see him doubling for. Yeah, for so Tommy. he could have worn a blonde wig to be Glynis in yeah. Dempsey and Makepeace and a, a, a black perm to be Bobby Ball. Yeah. But also, your respect's going to go up a bit higher oh because uh, he was in Bottom. Really? He acted in Bottom. In the, the episode Burglary, he's yeah. Mr. Kelly. I've got to go back and watch that episode. Is he the burglar? Oh, because they, they nab a burglar. Oh, and then take his, him to the ceiling. That's right. They take him to the ceiling. And then they're feeding him uh, a lovely cold tea that's got rat poison in. Don't they try um, getting him down by hitting him in the crutch with a broom yeah, and stuff I wonder, like that? If he's, I wonder if he's the burglar that sat in the chair. That would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? We got it. We got it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Like straight as it's over, I'm gonna have to watch it. All right. Okay. He's this man's now a god to me. (laughs) He was a a, a nondescript blank sheet for you. Now he's like now he's the star of the film. Right up there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So say what you like about Scurny Weaver. She's never acted with Cannon and Ball or Eddie and Richie. No. No. As far as I'm aware. (laughs) Well, she's still around. Mind yeah, you, Cannon and Ball aren't. No, that's true, well, yeah. half of them aren't. All right, okay, so genre tally. He's got a far more respectable than four. Um, yeah. 22. Oh. All right, so here we go. Tip tipping. Um, the first ones are stunts, but I think you've seen all of these. Uh, Krull. Yep. Uh, Space Raiders. Yes, I've seen that. God, okay. That's not a good film. But... Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Getting good. He's been in stuff, and he Brazil. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Return to Oz. Yeah. And his first acting role is in Life Force. Oh right! Wow. And he played Man Attacked by Zombies. That, that was the part he was born to play. Um, yeah. Doesn't narrow it down, but yeah, a film I have great respect for, even though it's a cheesy parable. To it is, isn't but, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have we ever discussed that on? No, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew keeps urging me to yeah. uh, to to do it. So yeah, you might have to come back for a second visit yes. to Life Force. Uh, Underworld. He did stunts in Underworld. Oh, right. Okay. Um, then Aliens. Then stunts in Rawhead Rex. Right. Yeah. Not a bad film. No, I don't mind it at yeah. all. I really don't mind it. They didn't have any money, you know. No. Um, but no, no. But it's it, good suit. Yeah, it is. It is. Was he? Was he Rex? Basically? No, no, no. That was some um, some German guy who was like right. seven foot tall. Yeah, uh, Willow. He did stunts for Willow. And wow. here we go. Here we go. Your respect for him's going up even more because he's uh, been in Doctor Who. Really? Yeah. Go on. Two, two times in Remembrance of the Daleks. Right. Right. Part one. Yeah. RAF man killed by Dalek. So he must be one of those ah, he's soldiers. the guy that's on the cable then. You know, yeah, the, being pulled the back into the, yeah. into the uh, um, yeah, the corrugated iron fence. Yes, yeah. Oh, God. yeah. And then part, and get this, right, part four of that, he's yeah. the man who guide, guards Mike. You know Mike, who's the, um, oh, right, yes. the traitor. Yeah, um, he... Uh, he karate chops him sort of thing doesn't yes. he knocks him out yeah, yeah that's tip that's tipping. tipping I'm going to have to get dragged that out and have a watch yeah. so tonight you're watching Bottom yeah. and Doctor Who uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade he's yeah. the tank driver in uh, you yeah, know yeah. the horse chase yeah. tank thing uh, Batman the 89 Batman he did stunts in that 
and uh, back to Doctor Who, right? Yep. Three more times in Doctor Who now. Remembrance. Oh, no, I've done Remembrance of the Daleks. You've done Remembrance, uh, yeah. Yeah, Survival. He did okay. stunts. And Curse of Fenric. He did stunts. Wow. And then I bought a vampire motorcycle. Uh, okay. <laughs> and and then the remake of the Tomorrow People four times. I've never seen that. I'm never going to go no near it. No real inclination, no. no. Um, wow. So yeah, he's our he's our new hero. <laughs> he's been around a bit, hasn't he, old tip? Yeah. Um, merchandise wise, I don't think Deertrick or Crow have uh, had the I don't Eagle Moss treatment. No. Uh, they are available as the gaming miniatures uh, oh, yes, set you've, of figures. Yeah, yeah. you've got the hand. Uh, Modifius, I think, the company. That's right. I, I don't know. I know you got them. Yeah. I've seen your YouTube yes. thing, but uh, I've only got the Warriors. Yeah. Um, Deertrick and Crow, do they fit in Alien, in the first Alien film? It's hard um, to tell with Crow, because we don't yeah, really see Yeah, we don't him. really know. I could see, I could see Dietrich, if she hadn't taken a military career, I could see her as, like, the Lambert style, you know, being very sarky. Yeah. Uh, I, think she'd yeah be mates, I, think, I think she'd be mates with Lambert. I think so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I could, I, could, I, could see, I could see Dietrich fitting into Alien. Um, it's, yeah, it's different. I, I reserve judgment on yeah, Crow. I, I, yeah, let's just, reserve yeah. judgment on Crow, yeah. Um, but now we've got this thing. We've got to give them their alienness factor out yes. of ten. Um, but Crow, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, we're impressed by his uh, work outside of the film. Yeah, but, but not. He's barely in it. Yeah, I. It's difficult. I think because you almost got to get a baseline sort of alienness, coolness factor because they're colonial marines. But yeah, again, he's almost the non-character. Um, it's, that, that is so difficult. Uh, what did we give um, Van Lewin? You gave Van Lewin. You gave him a four. Four. I think that's fair for Crow then. Well, that's what I've given him. I've yeah, given him okay. a four. All right. So, well, for the very first time ever, somebody is sharing their escape pod. Oh. Um, so, yeah, Crow gets to get in the escape pod vehicle with Elgin he doesn't oh. deserve that does he? he doesn't no I think he would give him a slap and teach him what being a man's actually about um, yeah okay yeah I don't think he would get on with Elgin no no, no. Um, but uh, Dietrich yeah I, I quite like Dietrich I think the, I mean it surprised me that the the actress isn't done more acting stuff because she's very good in it she's definitely got presence mm. Um, she's nicely mouthy. She gets, like I say, I was surprised to to realise she gets a lot of very famous aliens lines. Yes, um, but you're never looking at her when she says it because you're always no, looking no. at somebody yeah, else. Exactly. So I'm going to go up to a six for her. I think. Snap again. Yep. I, I swear I've got a four and a six. Well, Deatrix shares an escape pod. Oh right. Okay. Well. Oh, is she going to get on, or is this going to be Argument City? Well, she's sharing with Andrews. Oh, Brian Glover. Oh, no. Because Andrews is going to try and be patronising to her. That's Pat not going to go down well with now, her. Now, dear, yeah. Oh. But at least when she punches him on the nose, yeah. she's got a medical kit to uh, That's true, yeah. Storm I think the she wound. Will, she will punch him in the face, but then bandage him up. So, yes. Know, swings around about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel quite sorry for Andrews now. I do, He doesn't yeah. know what he's letting himself in he for. He can have a nice cup of tea afterwards. Yeah, she walks through the door. Oh, hello, pretty yeah. lady. <laughs> This Not is another female. Yeah. 
We had trouble with the last female. I hope you're going to... Spoof! Ow! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. That's that. That was good. We've finally got people sharing. Um, oh, that's good, yes. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed that. How long before somebody else does that? Well, we'll, we'll find out that in two weeks, won't we? Uh, we will, yes. I don't, and yeah, I don't know who we're doing again. Well, we are doing another double bill, but this oh, time it's a double from... bill from Alien 3. Okay. Right? Um, and is this two people that you, you associate together? or? Um, I think they, they share scenes. Them. No, but they're right. two, again, like Crow here, they're two characters, they're barely in it, and they don't warrant and a okay. whole episode to themselves but I'll give you the names and you tell me if you know is it, is it one of the guys with the bald head <laughs> and an English accent yes yeah oh, uh, that narrows it down yeah it is go on say their names Rains and Boggs oh I don't know who they are but I've heard of them because they mention aren't they the ones that go on the, the, the with the candles they go on the supply hunt I have no so, idea. I think so. Oh, I, I know play, their names. Do you know who plays them? Oh, I, I, I've got their actors and stuff like that, yeah. but I haven't looked into it. I know Rain, at least Reigns is named in the film. I've heard the yes. name Reigns, but I can't remember because they are so nondescript. I'm just seeing if there's... Okay, so Boggs... Yeah, Boggs, I think, is one of the, the, the ones that goes on the... Um, I want to call it, say it's a candle hunt, but it's not really, is it? They go to... In fact, I think they both... Yeah, and Reigns is the other guy that goes on that The thing. other so guy? That, that I think Rain, it yeah, Reigns is the guy that they think is that um, Paul McGann kills, Golic. Right. So, okay. That, okay, so we've only got, literally got that two minutes of, of film to watch. That's why we're doubling them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, that will be in two weeks then, all right? Excellent. So, yeah, I, I, I wrote that down ages ago, and they're just so yeah. boring and dull. I've, I've completely forgotten why I did it, so I've got to go back and watch it to uh, yes. as, remind uh, myself. As Van Helsing said in Dracula, uh, you've got to go through the bitter waters to get to the sweet. So we've got to do some of these lesser characters. Yes, uh, but we will be yeah. coming back to Biggins yes. uh, later on. Okie dokie, folks. All right. Good stuff. Um, well, yep, we'll see you in two weeks then. Right. Nice one. Cheers, Ian. Right. Bye. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.